Hello, everyone, and welcome to the In The Pocket Podcast. My name is Kevin Chip Ginyard. I'm super hyped and super grateful that you took time to be with me tonight. This podcast was created to help you find your rhythm, to help you find your niche through the inspirational stories that our guests provide. I'm dedicated to giving you premium content, and it's not going to stop. It's going to continue tonight. I have an amazing guest in the house tonight, a young lady. Where the ladies at? New York City, stand up. I'm honored to sit down with this rising star. This woman is an amazing artist known as Trey Stella who has created a name in the music industry that will be respected forever. She has worked with some of the who's who and multiple genres as a background vocalist. She's performed with artists like Kanye West, The Samples, The Sunday Service Choir, Erica Campbell, Tyler, The Creator, Jesse J, Bro James, The Clark Sisters, and many more. That's right, I'm talking about Miss I Can Only Be Tiffy herself, fresh from performing from the Super Bowl, fresh from Amsterdam, Please welcome to the pod for episode nine of Musician Memoirs, my friend and my sister, Mrs. Tiffany Freeman. (laughs) My girl. Welcome, Tiff. Welcome, welcome. Hey. Hey, sister. What's going on? I got to get used to saying Freeman. I almost said Stevenson. You know, that's been happening a lot, but (laughs) I'm just like... Just just like when I tried to do the whole Trey Stella thing, nobody yeah. would call me. Everything was tempted. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know that they get it, but it's, you know, I get yeah. it. Yeah, it's man. Like, <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations to you Thank and you. your hubby, uh, Kerwan. Did I say it right? Yeah. Nobody calls him that, though. Everybody calls him free. Free. All right. Well, I haven't formally met him yet. I know of him, but I haven't met him yet. But yeah, uh, my guy, free. Hopefully yes. I get to. I just followed him. On, I just followed him on IG. So oh, dope. Okay. Hopefully we can link up, and I can even have him on the pod to talk about what he does. Oh yeah, for sure. He's in the game as well. My sister Tiffany's here, man. Tiff, um, we've been friends for a long time, man. Uh, as long as I can remember, like you were always there. Mm-hmm. You know, every concert, every shed, every event. You know, Sasha, your Berkeley days. You know, with Ty. Um, you were always in Connecticut. We were always in New York. You know, just family. Working mm-hmm. together on the scene, man. Uh, tell us about your humble upbringing. Like, how how was it growing up in the city? Which, which borough did you grow up in? I grew up in the Bronx. Okay, BX stand Shout up. Shout out to the Bronx. Right. Um, it really just was church. Um, gotcha. My mother kept me in church. Like, a lot of us musicians and singers, just right. church was definitely the foundation of right. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, I don't know how this happened, but Damien Sneed ended up coming to New York for college and he ended up playing at my church. Wow. And um, he ended up, I think that he wasn't, li- I don't think they have a campus. If they do, he wasn't staying there. So he ended up living with me and my mom. Wow. Nobody yeah, was, knows that. That's crazy. Right. I was uh, at least 12, 13 around okay. that time. Mm-hmm. And then um, he would like let me watch um, Karen Clark Sheard videos and Kim Burrell videos right. and like introducing me to like all of these amazing singers. And then yeah. one random night, um, Kiki was in town. Wow. She had a show coming up. I was 14. I will never forget it. Wow. And that was my first gig like yeah singing background for kiara sheared yeah and then you know that just grew i started like then i started traveling with her and then that went from her 
to then um, being introduced to her mom. And then I started. So, oh, okay. So stop, stop, stop. Cause you're going, <laughs> you're going, going, going too fast. So you grow up in church, normal church kid mm-hmm. in service all the time. Every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost so, failed school because my mom just <laughs> had me sleeping on the back row while she upstairs having right. me. I'm like, y'all have a meeting about everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing your homework on the back pew. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know all about that. So um, you had a gift and a talent, but how did, how did, was it cultivated? Just church choir, all that stuff? Um, choir. Um, I eventually started singing on the praise and worship team. Yeah. Um, but my my dad is a musician too. So yeah. Um I, my dad used to play music in the house all the time. Um yeah. I used to be in rehearsals with my dad. Um, that's actually my dad um on the Tell Me group mm-hmm. theory. Yeah. Wow. I think people knew that, yeah. Um, and then on uh brown sugar. So my dad was in D'Angelo's very first band. Yeah. So I used to be in their rehearsals. Wow, Tiff. So you had no choice. Right. It was there. Yeah. Now, did you feel pressure or just did it come organically? Um, No, I think it was pretty organic. Um, It was pretty organic. I just, yeah. I I was around music either, either way. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was like bound to happen. That, at some point. So, wow. So your father being a legend in the city, you know, playing on all these recordings and, and doing gigging. And, and stuff my mom like sings too. Oh God. So you got it from both parents. Yeah. My mom, like my mom used to like do like, not the gospel tours, but mm-hmm. she used to tour with groups like to Norway and wow. Japan. And she was doing like the Norwegian uh, Grammys and oh my God. be hanging out with wrestlers and yeah. boxers. My mother, like, that was her life. Like, my life now was yeah. life. That's dope. You said at 14, you got your first break, right? Mm-hmm. Damien Sneed put you on, Big Brother yep. pulled you in, and mm-hmm. you started touring from there. Wow. Yep. Was it just weekends or, like, spot dates? Yeah. Okay. It was It was mostly weekends. Um, when I was in high school, I was traveling with um, Karen, and that was, like, it could have been a Wednesday night, a Tuesday. Like, it could have been whenever. Wow. How did you balance? How did you balance? Well, (laughs) I used to have to beg my mother, like, please, Mm -hmm. can I stay home? Some days she would feel bad, like, okay, I'll give you a pass. But then there were other days when she used to tell me, like, if this is something that you want to do, you're going to have to learn to do both the balance. But I used to have to, like, bribe my teachers. (laughs) And, like, can I, I just, I just need 15 minutes if I could just close my eyes. (laughs) Please, I used to be so tired. Yeah. Oh my god. But they knew you were special, and they knew you had a gift. Had to. Plus, yeah. The, the artist I was with was gospel. I went to a Catholic school, so oh, it wow. kind of like balanced itself out. Yeah. You, you were doing the Lord's work, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, did you always want to be a performer, entertainer? Yeah, I. Used was there to, anything uh, else? No, no. No, you just always knew. Yeah, and I used to, I used to be in the bathroom with a brush. Okay. <laughs> like acting like I was in a video, and if anybody yeah. caught me, I would cry. Like I would cry so bad. I was the, sh- I was shy. Super I shy. I, I don't know at what point. Like when did I break out of this? 
shyness. Like now I just be ready to. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask you, like, you're so comfortable on stage oh every my video, God. in person, like I interact used to, with the crowd. You used to ask, if you asked me to sing, I would cry. Wow. I literally would cry. Like I didn't want anybody to hear me. I just mm. was like. You got over that quick. Okay. Because <laughs> like, a closed mouth ain't going to get fed. Yes, ma'am. You're mm-hmm. right. <laughs> wow. So, so how did how, how did the church prepare you to be a performer? Um if it did at all. I don't think I don't think the church did. I think um going to like the like Village Underground really taught me like one singing in front of strangers yeah. from everywhere all walks of life and then how to engage with a crowd. Mm-hmm. And then um, not being so caught up in, I know that I know how to sing and I'm going to sing every little run, riff, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've ever learned, like <laughs> taking your time, like yeah. like taking the audience on a journey and like how you speak to the audience, how you mm-hmm. speak to the band. Like, I think like those, those uh, opportunities when I did get to go, like, cause I used to be sneaking in there only cause of my dad, but- <laughs> right. I was studying, you know, Uncle Ron and Melanie and Cheryl Pepsi Riley and just like watching the way they just interacted with everybody. And I think um, the older I got and the the more I was able to go, um, it was definitely helpful. But not only that, like singing behind artists, even Mm -hmm. young, I was able to like watch how they did it. Even soaking it up. Yeah. Off stage, okay. like how they treat their assistant, how they talk to you know the mm-hmm. people, the staff of the the venue or whatever the case. Like I think right. I, 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 every moment there's always been some level of a a teachable a teachable moment. So if y'all don't know, everybody who's watching, um, this is episode nine of Musician Memoirs. This series is dedicated to people that are on the road. And my girl Tip just got back from the Super Bowl. She just got back from Amsterdam. She is doing her thing, and I'm so proud of her. But she's alluding to the Village Underground in Greenwich Village in New York City. Mm -hmm. Anybody who knows music knows that when you come through New York, you got to stop. You got to see the Apollo. Mm -hmm. You got to go to SOBs. And then you got to go to the Village Underground. Now, it's no longer open right now in that that aspect, but it was a place to be. And if you were there and had a chance on a Sunday night, what a time to be alive. The chicken wings and the music. I mean, it just was, it was a heavenly place, man. It was a mm-hmm. vibe. Like, yeah. seriously, you could walk in there and see anybody from Mariah Carey, Prince, Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx, mm-hmm. Chaka Khan. And it was hosted by the incomparable Ron Grant, uh, the late Ron Grant. And um, mm-hmm. he was a mentor to you. Talk to me about what he meant to you. Um, Man, I, it's hard to, like, I have to gather myself. Yeah. Because he literally, like... He was the teacher. Yeah. Um, and what a teacher, Tiff. Oh, my God. Vocalist, like, performer, yeah. orator. He just controlled everything. He knew he, what to do. He knew exactly what to do. And he...
if he loved you, yeah, he was gonna pull you to the side and say, Why you do that? Yeah. Uh-uh, you need to do this. You need to be uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Next time, try it this way. Like, yeah. do it this way. And I, I noticed that every time I sang in his presence, he would, he would say, "Oh, that was good, but you should try it this way. Like, mm-hmm. you should do this, do this." And, and then, like, like I'll, I'll say closer to like before he, um, before he passed, I have a video. I was singing somewhere, and I have a video. You can't see him, but you can hear him. Okay. And he's like, yeah, Tiff, yeah, you got it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's it. And I remember coming back to the table. He's like, see, that's what I'm talking about. And I was just like, oh, like, it's it feels so good to to hear somebody that you looked up to for years, absolutely, you know, tell you you're doing it. Like, I'm so proud of you. This is it. This is what I've been trying to get you to see. Like, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, he's just he was just the teacher and and that's why i like hosting because of him i like entertaining crowds because of him um even um melanie daniels like i love singing a hundred songs on one beat yeah (laughs) like (laughs) they just were or mel is but ron was just like consummate performers man they just knew what to do they knew how to move with the crowd they knew how to control it they knew how to talk to the band it just was a vibe, and every Sunday night that we would come there, we would mm-hmm. we knew we were gonna eat good, and we knew we were gonna Absolutely. hear some good music, right. man. Yeah. And I mean, anybody would walk through here. Corey Henry would come through here. You know, Jermaine Parrish, like all the homies were in there, and it just was a vibe. And my wife went there one time, and Denzel was there. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. Him and his wife used to be in there all the time. Yeah. And his wife used to be like, "You singing tonight, right?" Wow. And I used to be like, "I sing already. Uh uh-uh. uh I nope. need to hear." Where's Ron? Yeah. Because I need to hear her again. <laughs> it's, it's one of the few places that one song could turn into like 17 oh, yeah. others. It'll just go and go and go. Mm-hmm. And in the background singers, yeah, y'all all was on point and just, it'll, it was a vibe. Like that's all yeah. I can say. It was yeah. good times. And um, if you didn't have a chance, you know, go to YouTube and find some of those videos to see yeah. The Village Underground with Ron Grant. I actually did a tribute. I saw her. Um, It was one night only, Village mm-hmm. Underground reunion. The, the whole band was there. Melanie and yeah. Mike Davis and Cheryl Pepsi Riley and mm. it literally felt like a regular Sunday like it was yeah. so nostalgic I yeah. I was like I don't know if I could recreate this <laughs> everybody's like you gotta do it again I'm like I don't know like yeah, it was special mm-hmm. yeah it was it was an amazing time what a time to be alive man um Ron Grant rest in peace to Ron Grant the, the legend man um all right, so let's go on to your stage acumen, like your stage performance. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your pre-show ritual? Like, what do you do before a show? I don't really have much of a ritual. A <laughs> playlist. Right. Um, if my husband's not with me, I'm on FaceTime with him. Um, yeah, it's not. 
I now I will say I I started um I've I've been working with uh Rob Stevenson um on different occasions because of the artists that I've been with. He's their mm-hmm. vocal coach. Okay. But he's taking time to like also like warm up the background vocals and stuff. So now every time I see him, he like come on Tiff. Yeah. And pull out your recorder. Mm-hmm. And like he has me record the whole warm-up. So now whenever I, I'm somewhere else, yeah, I can just be doing my makeup and doing the, the vocal up warm-ups. Well. Yeah. So all the all that stuff. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it is. Yeah, all that stuff. Um mm-hmm. how do you so you get called at the last minute for gigs all the time? You know, you are <laughs> you know, you you come through for people. Tiff, mm-hmm. I need this. I need you to sing soprano, alto, tenor, whatever. You can do it all. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know, Tiffany has crazy range. She could be in the ceiling, and then she could also <laughs> sing the bottom, too. So she's one of the few that can sing all three parts confidently. So how do you retain your material? How, how do you learn it that quick? Um, I For me, I'm a visual learner. So like, I have to hear the song just straight through, and mm-hmm. then I have to play it again and read the words. Okay. And that's a, that I I learned faster listening oh. and reading the words at the same time. So you're downloading the melody as you're reading the words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you toured with multiple artists, gospel and you know secular R and B. Did you catch any flack for doing secular music at all? Um. Earlier, like maybe 10, 11 years ago. Yeah, but your parents didn't care. No, I mean, I, I, I don't think that. Well, my father's not necessarily saved. Um, <laughs> we still working on, we still working on him. But my mom is like, you know, very heavily in, involved in church. She's a, a yeah. pastor, and so like, um, I'm like, if my mother don't care, yeah, I'm so, like, you know, but for for some people, um. It's hard for them, mm-hmm. and so they'll project on you yeah. what they were never able to do. So mm-hmm. now I'm doing it, and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But you're not called to the same places I'm called to, or called to the same spaces that I'm called yeah. to. I have never once compromised who I am and what I believe for yeah. a dollar. Right. My needs are met. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. And the gift is not mine anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, it doesn't matter what arena I'm in. I'm, I'm good. I always tell people I'm, I'm literally good everywhere. Like I'm, yeah. I'm still saved. Mm-hmm. I'm still going, I could, I could sing with Israel one mm-hmm. weekend and then go with Jasmine and sing, I want to praise on it. <laughs> and it's no problem. <laughs> like, because at the end of the day, it's my job. This it's is your what job. I, yeah. Y'all yeah. don't work at Christian um Christian establishments. Right, right, right. Who no. made your clothes? Who made your makeup? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I used to get the whole you can't serve two masters. Thing. Uh, and for me, days. yeah, and it's like um it even came it came up the other day, and I kind of was just like, uh, okay. And 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 I I went to Matthew six again, and I was like, okay, I need to understand the context of serving two masters. Mm-hmm. And it's not anything that that people make make it out to be. It says yeah. you can't love God and money. 
Like, like you can't serve That's God the and of the serve scripture, money. Right. right. I, I, I am not. I'm. Money is not a god to me. Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm. I love what I do, so it doesn't feel like work. I just so happen mm-hmm. to reap benefits of 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 doing my job, yeah. and it do, it doesn't it doesn't mean that I compromise. No, but. God gave you a gift. He gave you a gift and he didn't give you a gift just for the Bronx. You know what I mean? You know, he, with the amount of talent and anointing that he put on your life. Yes. It can be used in church, but yes, your light can shine other places where you look. Yeah. And then you're different on stage. Right. And then people are drawn to you. Therefore, that's that same anointing and that same gift. And I'm exactly. not trying to preach or, or church or nothing like that. Come I just on, wanted to ask my, you. Come on. <laughs> this, this ain't that kind of come show. On, come on, come on. This is not, this <laughs> but not we my are two, to preach. Yeah, right. we are two church kids that understand, you know, that we've gone through that backlash of hearing, you know, you can't do mm-hmm. that. So I just yeah. want to know how you felt and what you've been through in that situation. But in preparation, is there any difference in how you prepare for a secular gig versus a gospel gig? Um, I just... I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink. <laughs> okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good. A, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Um, if, what did the Bible say? But a if job it is, offend, a, if ahead. it offends, if it offends your brother, don't yeah. do it in front of, you know what I'm saying? Right, like right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm real big on that, but, yeah. um, but then, um, the, the, I, I don't want to say vibe, but the vibe is different mm-hmm. Yeah. because, I because now I'm not just, going with the flow and having to like I, I I'm I'm in a different capacity now so I can't I can't necessarily do what I what I know normally to do here because yeah. yeah. it, it's not gonna fly here yeah yeah and the and and the assignment is different yeah so. I got you so when you're singing spirituals with Damien Sneed you're not gonna have the same pregame same ritual <laughs> as you are <laughs> on tour or, or opening right. one of your own shows I got right you. yeah you got to be That's smart. Funny. I mean, I think in your business, you learn how to be mature and Absolutely. You, you pick and choose, you know, how to handle certain situations. So that wasn't necessarily for me. It's to help. <laughs> <laughs> so we skipped over something important. You went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. but then you went to one of the most prestigious universities in the world. Talk about that. Um, It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people say that. Like, I want I want it was cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't graduate. Sorry. Right. Um, was there. It is. I sure was. I paid for the networking. That's right. That's actually how I met my husband. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for um my best friend. Um, I just I met so many amazing people there, and a lot of them are in the same industry now. So now I feel like, you know, on certain stages, it's a, a reunion of, it of is. some some kind. And um, where did you go to? Because like, we didn't say we didn't say where you went. I went to Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Be proud of that, girl. <laughs> Talk about in it. In Boston. Yeah. No, it was cool. It was yeah. cool. It's just, um, I think everything, everything ain't for everybody. And, yeah. and I feel like, had I waited a little while and then went, I would have been better prepared. Cause it's okay. like the first time, like I'm away from home. Mm-hmm. I'm out on my own. Yeah. I got to figure this out. Like mm-hmm. I, I literally was like thrusted into yeah. adulthood. Yeah. The grow and, up real quick. Yeah. And then, you know, I, 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 I didn't know that. So Justin Rains is the reason why I go to Berkeley. Right. Cause when, when I was singing with Karen, yeah. He was 
a freshman at Berkeley. And he was talking about it all the time. (laughs) And I just, I looked it up and I was like, wow, like a school, they just do music all day. Like, I want to go there. That's the only school I applied to. And I got in. Yes, one of the toughest schools to get into, too. But when I got there, I'm like, oh, this, there's math, there's reading. There are, I have to learn how to do, oh, this is, uh-uh. I didn't no, sign, I'm like, oh, no. no, I didn't sign up for this. Where the music at? I want to sing. I just want to sing. Oh, and then God. when I started singing, it started to overshadow. Like, I was so tired from being in sessions and yeah. doing, I, so I you were still you were working profe- you were professional. So you're student student uh, professional at that time. Yeah, but it was I didn't have anybody like. So how your grades looking? Mm. How's just how class? Like I didn't have no no literally no one. Yeah. Was like staying on top of me as far as like the scholastic yeah. part. Yeah. Um, you was living I, a dream though. You. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I, I'm not gonna say that I blame them, but I wish that I just had more of a push because I yeah. probably would have I would have finished yeah. I would have been a lot focused I was super super distracted so you can finish I just now. have to get I have to get well if I do go back to school I don't want to study music I want to study psychology okay that's amazing yeah that's but dope. you know we'll, we'll see what happens that's dope man and you're right <laughs> down the street I think you are relocated right. now so you know I'm like y'all need but- a teacher <laughs> <laughs> Um, people who want to be background artists or background singers, um, what should, what should they do to prepare? Like, um, everybody wants to go on the road. Everybody wants to tour. Everybody wants to be on the gram and be hype. They want your life. How do, how do they prepare? How do they prepare? Talk to me. Uh, Um, I will say the first thing is to, at some level, expose yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that's why I love like Village Underground and the Groove and Cafe Wa and like the little open mic spots like around. Yeah. Um, because everybody's in the room. Mm-hmm. Somebody always needs a group, a singer. Mm-hmm. There's always something random going on in the city. Yeah. And then you meet one person, you do a show with them, you meet those people there, you connect with them, and and like the cycle just continues. And like that's how you build your your contact sheet. That's how you start to build your network. Um, mm-hmm. um, I I definitely say that that it should start with you know people hearing you mm-hmm. and and seeing you know what you're able to do because every gig is not for everybody. So just putting videos up on YouTube and you and on Instagram is not going to get you a gig necessarily. Um, it, it might now. Okay. Now. Now because that's like the new. Thing. Audition tape, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even to that, it's not enough to like put in your bio singer artist, and you taking pictures of the trees and hills, <laughs> and it's like I can't take your word for it. Yeah, I don't want to need... take your word for it. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna be those things, if you create an artist profile, mm-hmm. then you should probably show some level of artistry Separate on your two. page because right. then then I can't call you for anything mm-hmm. and and then you can't be mad because you you want to be in a space that you see everybody else in but you you've done nothing to even 
move towards that. Yeah. Um. So I yeah, expose like exposing to say exposing yourself is so crazy. Promoting like, yourself, right? Promoting, promoting yourself. yourself. Promote what what it is that you do. Promote. You gotta you gotta sell it. Yes, you gotta sell yourself. Yeah. No, you have to. <laughs> you have to really like. You gotta bring you gotta something. Bring, yeah. bring something to the table. Allow people to know what it is that you do, and then when you do get in those spaces, um, you know, remain professional. Professionalism, mm. character, personality, integrity—like all of those things. And I think if you could do that outside of music, yeah, then I think you should be fine. But some people, <sighs> yeah, no, I get it. So that's where I'm going. So. Um, you being, you knew, recently got married, but mm -hmm. you being a single woman in the industry, talk mm -hmm. to me about that because do people try to play, you know, take your, your, your beauty and your charisma for weakness? Do they try to take advantage mm -hmm. of you? Um, or is it, or is it that Bronx and you like, nah, dude, don't, don't try <laughs> Right. Well, I think, <laughs> I think even before being married, I think people kind of already understood my position. Like, yeah. yeah, no, this is not that. Yeah. It's never been that. Don't try it now. But um, now it's like it's it's well respected. Like people mm -hmm. don't even we that they don't even joke the same. Like okay. some of the stuff they say, it's very like, okay, Mrs. Freeman, what's up, Mrs. Freeman? And it's like it's very high by now. Like yeah, it's, it's real very short. dry, which I love. Like <laughs> yeah. fine, because. I'm I'm here for the bag. I, we That's ain't gotta right. have no conversation. Let's work. Hello, <laughs> goodbye. Be safe. Right. That's Get home it. safe. Yeah. But no, it's, it's been it's been really it's cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm still Not I'm still bubbly personality, laughing, right. joking, but yeah, it's definitely like all right, cool. Pump like, your brakes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Um, how important is appearance, right? You, you're a glam lady. You like to put on for the saints and what, uh, Richard, what, Richard, little Richie said, "I like to shine." This is yeah, so you, you like to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how important is appearance, and how long does your glam take? Um, uh, what's crazy is I, I'm still a bit of a tomboy, I would say, but like I used to be bad, like. <laughs> I could not, you could not get me to wear makeup. You could not, I didn't want to do anything, like nothing. I remember Tiff with the glasses and the little ponytail. Right. Yeah. I would dress up, but I just didn't want to, I didn't want to do all of that. Mm -hmm. It was <laughs> Damien Sneed <laughs> told me early on, if you, if you don't wear makeup, nobody's going to hire you. And from then on, I had to like, I started getting lessons. I started to like really like figure this thing out. Like, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just like, ooh, wow. okay. Yeah. Um, but I think um a lot of times talent is cool, but talent is only a portion of it. It's only a portion um, of it. People have to look at you before the, before you even open your mouth. That's true. And so, I mean, it, even if you don't look good for people, at least look good because you want to look good. Right. Um, <laughs> In this world with cameras everywhere, right? You exactly. Like yeah. you're always on. Jason, yeah. Jason White tells us all the time. 
I need you to be on. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. I'm not on today because I'm tired. But yeah. you got to be on. Like, because you just never know. You never know. Especially, like, perfect example is the Super Bowl. Yeah. We just doing sound check and camera blocking or whatever. But he like, yeah, it's going to be cameras there. You don't know. You could end up in a commercial. You could end up like somebody could stop you and want to interview you. Like, are you excited about something? Right. And you got on a, a do-rag mm. and a hood. Like, you know, like, even though it's not like showtime, mm -hmm. you're still in a space where like you're able to be seen. So that's good to show up. So talk yeah. to me about Jason White. I mean, since we're there, like one of the we we were first introduced to Jason White as a songwriter and a musician, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day on those early, you know, Judy McAllister records in West Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you get hooked up with him? Uh let me see. My first time meeting Jason was oh uh, I my first time meeting Jason, Dorinda had a conference or something in LA wow. and Demi was a part of that but we we were supposed to be singing at a few different places so a few of us flew out but they had like breakout sessions mm -hmm. and it was Damien it was Jason and it was another person um but nobody came to our room it was wow. just us in the room so like we were sitting there waiting for people to come in and then eventually that just turned into you know, just us having regular conversation. And yeah. then years later, um, I got called to do something with uh David Daughtry. Mm. And I think he was he was David's MD or something wow. like that. And and I saw him again. And then years later, uh, when I moved to LA, uh that was January uh 2019, I got a random call like Hey, are you available to do this uh, rehearsal? Can you come to rehearsal at two o'clock? They say what it was for. They didn't mm -hmm. say who it was gonna be there. And um, when I get there, it was about maybe 20, 25 of us. And we just every day, like I was just showing up to this rehearsal, like, mm -hmm. and Jason was on keys, like teaching us the music. And um, then that's when it turned to be. It turned out to be for Kanye, and it turned out to be, oh, this is before it was Sunday service. I was about to say, was that the motivation? Was he was Jason just doing his own thing, and then he got up with Kanye, and they put it together? Or no, was it, it always, was for it was, it was always, always yeah, it was okay. always for Kanye. But I don't think anybody knew exact like we didn't know how to how we were stand. We didn't know anything. Yeah. Like we were just like, okay, we're supposed to learn these songs. Let's so just, just, you're, just sing, you're just singing at that point. There's no choreography or nothing like that mm -hmm. at, at that point. There's no, you know, round stages and no. outside, none of that. So no, nothing. You're just, a, you're just an SIR, just rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then one of the days, Kanye came in, and I was like, oh, this is who it's for. Got yeah. it. And um, at the time, I think because it was less people, he was um, a lot more, like, approachable. Okay. Because the more people that was in there... It got Change a little up. crazy, yeah, yeah. but no, that's how. And so then, um, I remember I, after in the a middle, the middle of one of the um, rehearsals we had, it was like a break, and me and Jason just kicked it. He's like, "So tell me about you." He's like, "Cause I know I met you before, but like, mm -hmm. so you sing with Corey, and mm -hmm. and ever since ever since then, like Sunday service really like just 
So you were there from the beginning. You're one of the original Day samples. One. Day yeah. one. Wow. Yeah. So um, from that first rehearsal, did you know it was going to be special? No. No. I had no know. idea. I don't think any of us knew. We were just like, they saying show up. So yeah, we here. <laughs> when they don't tell you who it's for, when they call you for rehearsal, they don't tell you it's for, is it a direct indication that like it's going to be something special or different? know if it's that or you can't trust people yeah because some people just be hype mm -hmm. yeah so how big did the choir get because you Ooh. said 25 at the beginning at the beginning yeah it started it went from like 25 to like 50 and it probably ended up being like 150 people it probably was more than that honestly but I want to say, I want to say 150. So how do y'all travel? Y'all charter the whole plane? Yeah. Saw a video with you know yay in there and then y'all y'all in the back but i didn't know that, that was really how you and then everybody has their own mic headset huh? everybody has their own headset is that true mm -hmm. wow that's a lot of lines yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah goodness gracious okay mm -hmm. wow that's crazy um what was the overall vibe what was y'all vibe like when he introduced the uniform and the vibe of what y'all gonna be singing and wearing um so what's crazy is um when we first started, we used to just color coordinate. Like, it was just like, all right, what y'all want to wear? So we would be like, let's do like denim with like nudes and like, mm -hmm. like tan undertones, like rose gold or gold, mm -hmm. whatever. And he kind of like, he was like, okay, I like this. So we kind of kept going with like little themes or whatever. And then that's, I want to say it was probably like, Maybe the fourth, the fourth time we sang, mm -hmm. we started getting fitted, yeah. and we was like, "Oh my, yeah. <laughs> And he had us in. I still got it. Um, this like oversized like jumpsuit. I look like a janitor, but yeah. it was so, it was so dope. And then I, I had my first pair of Yeezys. Was a, I still got them. The um season six like mm -hmm. desert boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the vibe. Like that's yeah. what he it was like army green and mm. tan. And he had some people in like these oversized bubble coats and yeah. beanies. Like, yeah, and that's when it started. But then I really, I really think they got strict with uniforms once. Um <clears throat> you know how like like some people can't read the room. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. You're, first of all, you coming in here to sing. You're not. It's, you're not here trying to catch a catch a body. Like it's okay. Mm. So like you know, it used to be an issue. Like you yeah. have to cover. You have to cover your behind. You have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You won't do it. Here, put this on. Here, yeah. put this on. Got you. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, then it just got. Sometimes I was like, "Ooh, we gotta wear this." Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I remember when I was, they went to Miami. Did you see? I wasn't there. Okay. But when everybody was painted silver, mm-hmm. I said, Lord. Wow. You knew. <laughs> yeah. I was not about to be painted silver. But this this one wasn't for me. Exactly. I but you. I mean, Kanye is just it it I will say a lot of the times, a lot of stuff did not make sense. And I used to tell him, like, yo, you know what you're doing is not. It don't make sense. You should tell Yadis or Jason? Yay. Wow. I so the thing with me is that like if if I'm working with you, I don't like to say I'm working for you because we're we're doing this together. Yeah. Um if I'm working with you and I see and I have to see you every week, there's no way that I could be around you and I can't have any level of conversation with you. Like there's there's absolutely no it's no way. Yeah, everybody so, can't handle that though. Uh, see, but, but yeah, that you're um, skilled. You you were with Karen Clark at 13, you know. <laughs> so you got a little different advantage. You were Damien Sneed and around all these elite people, but you know, Shanika, that singing background that can you sing, she don't she see Kanye, she's gonna lose it. Yeah, see, but see, that's another thing that goes back to the the BGV 101. Like right. you gotta you gotta relax. Mm-hmm. You're here because you're supposed to be here. Like yeah, you're in the room, you're already in the room. Just yeah, he's here because he's yeah. important and you're important too. And that's why you're here. Right. And we're working together for one common goal. We're gonna put this whole production together and present it to the world. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, telling him like, because we had a, we had this crazy, this crazy worship moment. Like we were in Arizona shooting his movie and it like the worship, oh, it was so good. Yeah. And the next day he pulled me to the side and was like, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, what's up? He said, he said, why were you crying? Mm. He's like, are you okay? Like, did something happen? I said, no. I said, uh, I, I basically told him, I said, one, I said, you can't invite God into a space and his presence not overwhelm you. Yeah. I said, and then I said, when you just consider your life, when you consider where you are now and where you should be, mm-hmm. that's a different level of like grateful. And I said, I don't know if you understand like what you're doing doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I said, none of this, none of this makes sense. I said, right. and it's coming from you, the most controversial person ever. Yeah. I said, this doesn't make sense. And I said, I'm just, I'm so grateful to be a part of something that, some people frown down upon like mm-hmm. they don't because they don't understand it they're not around so it's easy for them. oh that's the call oh why they dress like that why yeah. are they doing that why are they doing that but it's like it's so easy to have an opinion outside looking in but when you're in it it's something totally different okay and he was like can you say everything you just said on camera <laughs> <laughs> Like, are you listening to me? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> are you listening? But, he's already at the commercial. He, he's right, listening exactly. to what you said. But I will say, like, a lot of times we used to be like, what is he doing? Like, this is weird. But when you watch it back, it's like, oh. Yeah. 
it's always dope. Yeah, yeah. We pray for Yay, man. We pray that God continue right. to use him, man. Great mind, and uh, you know, I hope he uses it to glorify God. So, um, with that, people could take that conversation and be like, "Me and Yay chopped it up. We homies." Like, is the artist your friend? No. No. Speak mm-hmm. to that for me. Um, no, I can't pick up the phone and call him. I can't borrow no money. He ain't coming to my house. I'm not going to his house. I don't know him outside of rehearsal and the stage. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but I but I, I respect him and mm-hmm. and I re- I I respect the space that I'm in at the time. And mm-hmm. I just feel like as a creative also, um there's nothing wrong with us, you know having a dialogue or having a conversation or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me walking up to him like, yo, did you know? Da, 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 da. <laughs> like I told him about my dad playing with um, D'Angelo. He was like, what? Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I just walked away. <laughs> Drop something. No, yeah. I remember one time I was in rehearsal. I was I was with Eric Benet. We in the thick of rehearsal and I get, I, I mean, Fonsworth was blowing my phone up. And I was like, what is going on? He like, yo, can you get to the studio right now? Ye is asking for you specifically. Wow. And I said, see, this is why you got to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. This is why. That's the light. Like, that's your, but that's your light. But see, this is what I'm saying. And it's yeah. like, you don't you don't have to fangirl or fanboy or be ridiculous. Yeah. But I just thought that was so dope. But that's goodness and mercy. You're like, I ain't trying to preach ain't again. Follow, ain't it following follow- me? Hey! My God. Following me. Follow my, me. My God. So um, you are a woman of many talents, right? Scare writer, vocal arranger. You do do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you stepped in a couple years ago. You stepped in and started your own line. Talk to me about that because we are missing the book line. Like, talk to I me know. about that. Okay. So... <laughs> I only started it really because Kelly Price was on R&B Divas and they were supposed to be doing like a whole um, performance. They were working on some play mm-hmm. and she was like spearheading the whole thing. And then they had, they were at dinner or some somewhere and she said, well, I won't be there because I'm booked. <laughs> and we, I think, well, me and my friends were kind of like, now Kelly, <laughs> How you gonna put this thing together and then say, "Oh, I can't go because I'm booked." But then it used to be a joke. Like my friends would be like, "Oh, can can you come with us to the?" I'm like, "Oh, I can't. I got rehearsal. Oh, I can't. I gotta fly. Yeah. Oh, I can't." Oh, Tiffany, stay booked. She always booked. <laughs> she, Kelly Price booked. She booked. She booked. And I said, "I'm a way for Kelly to like monetize off of this some kind yeah. of way, like." Because it's only right and it's it's hilarious, but like people really do be out here like, oh no, I'm I have stuff going on. Yeah. And um nothing came of it. So I was like, okay, I have this idea. I know what I want it to look like. Um one of my homies, Brandon, he kind of helped me put it together, even though my design is not what I want it to be. Okay. He actually like instead of putting me in direct contact with the with the guy who was designing it. Mm-hmm. He was he had me doing like middleman stuff. Okay. So 
he approved things that, that I'm like, you can't approve things that you're not paying for. <laughs> right. But right. because at the time, like I had already been like giving away samples and stuff and I wanted to keep everything consistent. I just yeah. never changed it. But yeah, that's where booked came from. I really want to um, start back up with it. Um, yeah. Especially it. now because, you know, I just, I recently just like got rid of my LA apartment and back a lot of, yeah, I'm I'm here. Ooh. Like, I'm I'm here. Back home, well, not home, home, but kind of kind of home. But all my merch was in L.A., okay. so people would be like, "Yo, you got," and I'm like, "Uh." So now <laughs> all my work, my merch is with me now. So I just okay. gotta go through it, see what I have, and then right. Yeah. Yeah, the people are waiting, man. I know my wife definitely wants some stuff. She's been waiting for a minute, so let's let's go. I got hoodies. I let's got a bunch it. of hoodies. Well, it was 81 today, so I'm in my cold house, but yeah, let's do Yo, it. Y'all in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But let's do it. Let's do it. I'm proud of you for that. You know, all type of celebrities and artists I've seen wearing it, all the homies, all the, the professionals out there wearing it. So when Tiff does put it back out, y'all support that book line. You know, this is episode nine of the Musician Memoirs podcast uh, with the incomparable Tiffany Freeman. Uh, singer, songwriter, artist to the stars, background artist to the stars, and a uh, background vocalist to the stars. I'll say that. Um, let's play a game, Tiff. Let's play a game. It's called Rapid Uh-oh. Fire. Um, I'm gonna give you an either or preference, and you just tell me what you choose. Okay. All right. So this is big for you: New York or LA? It depends. Because would you have not have moved home if you didn't get married? No, I'd have been definitely in LA. <laughs> <laughs> the bag is in LA. Talk to me about um, that before we get into the game. Talk to me about that because um, what what is, and that was one of my questions, what is the difference between working in New York versus LA? I know like living in Atlanta versus Connecticut, New York is different, mm-hmm. you know, for the work and pay scale and all that stuff. Right, right. Um, New York, um, I feel like New York has opportunity, but not wide enough like LA. So like LA is kind of like the what I was the mecca I would call the it hub, like. yeah I got you. so it's like film you have film you have TV you have um a- award recording like TV like you have just modeling mm-hmm. everything like there's everything. always something going on yeah I mean and and not to say like New York doesn't have it but I don't they don't have it to the capacity that LA has it. Because one would see you, right? They'd be like, Tiff, she's a Bronx girl. She knows everybody. Why would you then move to LA? But look at all the things that you told me yeah. happened, all the connections you made. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's the same, but it's different. How did that happen anyway? Like, how did you say, I'm going to move to LA? I literally... Well, it really started with um, recording my album, um, I was I was flying back and forth working with uh, Marcus Hodge and B Slade. Yes, sir. And um, at the time, I was working with Aaron Sledge too. Um, I need Aaron to apply too. It just it got really annoying going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like I either have the time and mm-hmm. don't have the money. Yeah. Or I have the money and don't have the time. Yeah. And. Then eventually I just got to a point where I was just like, I feel like I have maximized my time in New York. Like I've yeah. done all the TV shows. I've played all the venues. 
with yeah. like what what else and then it just help. it wasn't nothing was exciting anymore because i'm like yeah it's home right so i'm yeah. like i need a new scene i want a new scene and mm -hmm. i was really afraid like not afraid but i i didn't necessarily like the idea of feeling like i had to start over mm -hmm. because i'm like not that i'm a thing but it's just like I, I don't know. You're a thing. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like I, I knew people in LA, but I didn't know enough people in LA to where I, I thought that like it was going to happen immediately. Like people were telling me like, yeah, you just need like six, like six to nine months. You'll be good. Mm, I don't got that. Like, <laughs> that long? Like, yeah. what are y'all doing? Right. Luckily, I was I moved in the middle of a tour. I was yeah. out with Corey. The day I got my keys, I literally... Saw my apartment for the first time because my friend was acting like she was me. Okay. So I didn't see my apartment until I got the keys. I literally walked around and went to the airport. Oh my God. This is amazing. I could barely, I was barely home. Like, yeah. It was crazy. But yeah, then once, once tour slowed down, I was like, okay, what am I about to do? And then mm -hmm. that's when I got the call for. Kanye, which yeah. wasn't Kanye at the time, they just asked me to come to rehearsal. So it kind of all like yeah. worked out. But yeah, I love I love LA. I yeah, do. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So that means you choose LA over New York. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, pizza or Chinese food? Pizza. Okay. Uh, Bronx pizza or Brooklyn pizza? Honestly, I haven't been to the Bronx in so long, so I can't really say what, but Brooklyn pizza, I feel like it's all, honestly, I feel like it's all the same. Okay. Um, But I will say like, there are a few like dollar, dollar pizza spots. Yeah. They try, I don't care where it's at, they got <laughs> the best pizza. They, they slap, yeah, definitely. Chuck uh, E. Cheese got good pizza too. Chuck E. Cheese definitely has good pizza. Yeah, work. People, people sleep, sleep on Chuck E. Cheese. I say that. That's my <laughs> wife. If I went got my wife right now, she tell you Chuck E. Cheese slaps. That yeah, but you yeah. know what I heard about Chuck E. Cheese? This might this might mess don't, you don't up. Tell a me not bad. <laughs> yeah, this, this what I heard was. Tell me offline. Don't, don't tell. Me. Mm. <laughs> don't we ain't slander Chuck E. Cheese. Because <laughs> what I heard. Oh God, surf and turf or soul food. <sighs> Are you, not even are you a seafood girl? I love, well, I will eat crab legs every day. <laughs> okay, dope, dope, dope. Oh, but soul food. What's your spot for soul or for surfing turf? Or actually seafood back home? They don't, I don't. You don't I, see I City not, Island? Sammy's? Uh, that ain't uh, real. No, I like the boils. Like, I like. Seafood boils, okay. You like ooh, Yeah, get see, dirty. I, yes. Yeah. I think I don't know. I can't even say because I I started cooking. Okay. So now I don't even like. Okay. I don't Go know. Ahead, but Look soul food, soul food. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A okay. lot of a lot of places fell off. I will say. A lot so of places did really, fall off. You're right. Yeah. Um, Canada or Mexico. I've never been to Mexico. Okay. Gotta I have go to, to Mexico. say Canada. Please. All right. Uh, Japan or Australia. Uh, I would say Japan because my little brother is half Japanese. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, cool. Um, Houston or LA? Houston. Okay. 
Oh, Houston or Atlanta, pardon me. Um, Houston is a very touchy um, spot for me. Okay. I got my heart broken in Houston. Jesus. We don't, no. We don't want that. Nah, it was uh, Houston left a really. I, I'm scarred from Houston. So Atlanta, it is. But I love, I love Houston. I love the food. I love the culture. Yeah. But Atlanta is a Atlanta is a uh, it's, it's a different vibe. vibe. Yeah. And I love um, lemon pepper wings from American Deli. <laughs> lemon pepper wet. Wet. All flat. All flats. That's your wing order. Okay, I got you next time you come. Fresh off the Super Bowl, Grammys or Super Bowl? Which one? Uh, I'm gonna say Grammys. Okay. Why? Um, only because all of the events that I went to, mm-hmm. I literally saw everybody. Like, it was not one person I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it, I just love that that time of the year where like you don't necessarily have to wait. Yeah. So yeah. somebody dies or like yeah. it's like literally like anybody that you know is in the room they're there yeah, that's dope. and it was just fun like you get to hang it's not necessarily work because mm-hmm. the events that's going on what was the super bowl what was the super bowl like you just finished that um the super bowl was really really fun okay um it was cold really was surprising arizona mm-hmm um but it was it was fun um i got this it was a few celebrities like ducking in and out mm-hmm. um um I, I saw you saw a hole when i tell you <laughs> i was need, like uncle sean. <laughs> uncle sean uncle sean did he hear you they was just laughing. Everybody was laughing at me, but <laughs> I just I've oh I've been a Jay Z fan since of seventh grade. Like that's New York. Like of you know course. what I'm saying. Outside of I, I don't really I don't even want to get into what everybody has been. You know y'all playing songs backwards to get yeah. a message. Like you why why <laughs> I can't even get into that. But yeah. outside of anything spiritual, religious, numb mm-hmm. your whole ring and cure, all of the <laughs> writings on the wall, trying yeah. to find little symbols and I, I can't I, yeah. I, I I appreciate him as an artist, as an Me entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I think that he is genius and he's a dope rapper and I've yeah. always been a fan of that and it's never gone as far as that. Okay. So as New, as New York as you are, Jay or Nas? I'm going to always say Jay. Always, always, say always, Jay. always, always. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Vegas or Nashville? Ooh. I'm going to say Vegas because I went to see Usher in October and the show. You did? Amazing. I did see that. You and your homegirl. I did see that. Um, he hosted us. Really? Yeah, I met him. That's dope. I met him at a jazz. He came to one of Jasmine's shows and um, he kept saying, Yo, y'all sounded so good. Backgrounds, I heard y'all. But I noticed like he wasn't leaving. Like he just mm-hmm. kept. So I was like, so how long is your residency? <laughs> I said, how long is your residency? Because I'm trying to come see you before his. Oh, he was like, oh, this is the date or whatever, whatever. He was like, pull up. I'll, he's like, I'll host you. I said, wait, so you just going to remember me? Or like, yeah. how are we going to do this? How? Yeah, I need to know. Child, he connected me with his tour manager. Stop. My tickets was right at that box office. We was backstage. Like, 
Yeah, we went to the after party. Like he's really like so cool. Like yeah, we had so guy. much fun. But that yeah, so cool. I'll say I'll say Vegas for sure. Vegas. Okay, let's go. Uh, do you prefer traveling or studio sessions? Uh, you like the tour, or would you rather stay home and just work? I like touring. Okay. I like touring because I like tour but sleep. I think that's the best sleep. <laughs> and I also, I'm such a foodie, so I'll be trying to go to like all, all the, the food restaurants. Spots in the city. Yeah. yeah. And don't and get then, no weight. Right. <laughs> but then, too, like, you know, I get to see people I haven't seen. Like, yo, I'm in your city. Pull up. That may slow down a little bit, Tiff. You're married now. You, you're going to value being home. Not a like lot more. that. Yeah. Well, no. My, my husband is very supportive. Like, he'd be like, go. Okay. Go get the money. Go get the money. I'm saying it's not him. I'm not saying him. I'm saying you may eventually one day slow down and be like, nah, uh, I don't want to do this as much. Maybe, maybe not. Well, no, I will say I I, I will say that I've been I've been kind of getting into that space, but mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's like it's all I know. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind staying at home, but it's like I want to go out. And <laughs> yeah, I got you. Want to be outside? Right. Okay, okay. Let's go. Uh, let me see. Uh, Joe or Tank? Now, these questions are just... I can't answer this. I wish this was like Dream Champ. <laughs> I can take a shot when I can't decide. All right. All right. Joe? I'm... You don't have to answer. Don't answer. We'll be That's very correct. hard. All right, because I had a whole bunch more and they were worse. Um, shorts and sneakers or coats, scarves, and boots? So LA wear or New York yeah, wear? Yeah, I would say, well, I don't know because a nice fall fit. So you want to layer up or you want to just be in your shorts and your, your dunks? Well, no, I, I don't like being hot. I don't like being cold either. So you prefer fall? I I love the fall and the spring, but I think if it's you have easy. This, if you stepping out, what you wearing? It depends on where I'm going. Okay. It's easy to throw on a short and a sneaker, but mm-hmm. when you lay it up, like you're like it has to it has to lay a certain way. Like, yeah. like if you have on oversized pants, your mm-hmm. shirt got to be like a little small. If you have an oversized shirt, mm-hmm. you you got to have on like a skinny jean or like something. Gotcha. I don't know. I was I'm gonna say scarves and jackets and all of that. Okay. Things. Do you prefer making the song or performing the song? Oh, mm, I would say making the song, but I will also say you should make songs that you can also perform. Okay. So you don't embarrass yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> last one, character or skill? Mm, uh, character. And why? Only because uh, I feel like Gift, gift things come without repentance, right? Mm-hmm. Was that what to say? Gift yeah, gifts come without repentance. So, I feel like any anybody could sing, play, whatever, whatever. Like your skill is your skill. Like, right? You got it. But if you're a mean girl, <laughs> it don't. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. So well, nobody's gonna want to work with you if you. Right. You'll be at know, home. You'll yeah. be skilled at right. home. What's the point? We all know some killers and that are dope what they do, but they're jerks. And mm-hmm. 
you don't want to work with them with adrenals and they like bring the exactly. whole vibe down. You like exactly. Here comes this cloud walking well, my could, way. Look, but well, he could play. Nigga, he nice. Could. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I prefer character. I got you. I got you. All right, let's play a game. It's called um, "That Was Me." I'm gonna play a clip of something you performed on, and you give me some backstory about it. All right. <laughs> all right. So let's go back to your record. Um, you're the one. Yeah, Tiff, talk to me about that record. You're the one, man. That was amazing. Such a vibe. I recorded that in 2016. Yeah. Um, with B Slade, who I call Sensei. Yeah. Um he wrote he wrote that. Dope. That was I think that was his song first. And then okay. um and then I re-recorded it. And nice. working with him, this was the first song we worked on. Um He's just so easy. He, it, it's like so easy. Yeah. He's like I, I would, I would say like he's the Rodney to my mm -hmm. Brandy, like okay. wow. or the Missy to my Timberland. Like he just gets it. Yeah. And An another misunderstood genius, right? Oh God, he's so yeah. he's he's like too good though. Like, yeah. oh, but yeah. yeah, he wrote that song and um. I just recorded it and I just literally was like, whatever you say, I said, I'm a sing. That's what's up. And yeah. Shout out to B Slade. I love him. This record is a little different. I took some audio from your page. Um, it's a different setting, and I want to show your versatility mm -hmm. in your in your work. Here we go. Almighty God has those angels. <laughs> you don't even know what this is, do you? That's from Jazz and Lincoln Center. Yeah. This is so old. Killing. In the proper place. 
I fake knew this song. Damien just taught it to me. <laughs> Get out of it, Tiff. That was beautiful. That could have been in a movie, Tiff. That was amazing. That was so... Oh, that was old. That was Jazz and Lincoln Center. Damien does... Um, well, used to do a lot of shows with Jazz and Lincoln Center. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Y'all were dressed up, formal attire. It was beautiful, That's when Bishop Lock, Bishop Lock was with us all the wow. time. Wow. That's dope. Um, yeah. She was, she was a part of that show, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Mattia was in there and all, mm -hmm. every, yeah, all y'all was in there killing, man. That that was a beautiful setting. And I, I found the clip and I was like, this is different, right? It's not loud. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, you really have to stand flat footed and sing and perform. Mm -hmm. And like, that brought me back to like, you know, Harlem Nights vibes and like jazz clubs. Mm -hmm. And that was real elegant. And I, I wanted to show your versatility with that. You, you got wow. busy on that. Thank you. You didn't see that one coming, did you? No, I did. I was like, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> All right, you have a special love for a certain Faith Evans. Um, you you love her. I know I've been your friend for a long time. I know how much you love her. You had an opportunity to sing with her. Um, and I'm gonna play a clip of that so you can see. Talk to me about that, Tiff. What was that night like? What was that special event night? Oh my God. <laughs> Getting emotional just thinking about it now. She's literally my favorite. Yeah. So this I had just I moved to LA in June. That mm -hmm. show was in August. She was like, they said they didn't say she was performing. Mm -hmm. I don't think they said she, I think they just said she was um like a host for this brunch in Hollywood. Okay. And so me and a few girls, I had I had just met them through one of my friends from Berkeley, actually. Okay. Um see we went still, to this, still coming right. through. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this brunch and I just wanted to see her. Mm -hmm. And um we were standing by the stage, but the stage they turned into like a section, like VIP. Okay. So she spot when she saw me, she said. So of course I'm like, hi, oh my God. So and you've so known then, her before that, you met her before that. Yeah, I sang okay. background with her. Wow. And that was now that was oof. I had to really like get yourself together for that. Right. I was yeah. like, oh hey, nice to meet you. Very like, ooh, but in the inside I was like, ah! <laughs> but she's just always been cool. And I did not like. She was singing, and then her background singers is like, Faith is calling you. So I'm like, I'm standing next to them, like thinking wow. like, oh, she want me to do a, the part. Like, I, yeah. I know the background, whatever. So yeah. I'm standing in it. They pushing me to the front. Second verse comes, and she's like. Bam. I said. What you, you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Ready! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Tim. Be ready. Like, ready? Because yeah. this is my song. I'm right. sitting with you. Everybody's yeah. phones is out. People right. looking at me like, who is that? Me. It's a viral moment. That's right. And that was my intro. Like, I, that was my first time, like, singing in L.A., period. Wow. Like, I was like, oh, this is my intro. Like, What a co-sign. What right. a co-sign, too. And now, like, that's my girl. I'll be texting her. Wow. She's so, like, she's she just a Jersey so girl. Yeah. Right. So Newark. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brick City. Brick City, stand up. <laughs> I got you. All right, let's go to one more. Let's see what else I got for you. Uh -oh. Let me see what else I got. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about that amazing experience because it looked like there was a million people out there and you stood flat footed with one of the greatest singers ever and you just did your thing and made us all proud. That's dope. That Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. First of all, when I got the call to do mm -hmm. the tour, I was already like, whoa. I, so I've known Jasmine since 2009, 2010. Wow. Um. And we just been cool ever since, but I I hadn't worked with her okay until like 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then the tour last year came about, and I ended up doing the tour, and we going over the songs, and she she like um Tiff, I want you to learn um the verse to Ari's part, and I was like, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> mm 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 mm. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I literally had to I learned it, but it's like I respect Jasmine so much. Right. That I'm like, I could sing, you know, with other people, but it's you, like it's different. <laughs> right. And so I think the more the more that we did it, yeah, the more comfortable I got. Yeah. And like every now and then she'll look at me and be like, okay. And like yeah. make me laugh while I'm yeah. singing. So like she's she's making me comfortable, but like yeah. every night with her was like uh that's amazing a lesson, a lesson. I'm like, I'm getting free vocal lessons every single night for three months. Well, right? one of the vocal assassins, but you still she's flat, incredible. You still flat footed and did your thing. Like, I'm nice too, and I, I deserve to ah! be here. Because <laughs> my me and my friends say, Oh, because you know I sing too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, but that's no, only... but but I'm honestly that day that was in Chicago. That was uh, what's they got a festival there every yeah. year? I don't remember the name, but I literally tried my wedding dress on for the first time that weekend. Whoa, Algernon, I flew Algernon from Dallas to Chicago just to do a dress fitting. So I think that whole weekend, I kind of was just in like, oh my God, I'm getting married next month. Yeah. I just tried on my dress. 
I think it was a combination of like all of that. Of course. Um, but yeah, a single with her is just always so much fun. That's dope. That's yeah. amazing, man. What an experience. Let's take it back to the Village Underground. You're amazing. Cut it out. That video is so <laughs> Cut it out, Tiff. You I wanted to showcase all your range. Said, not, not the camera clock shit. <laughs> uh, 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 That's live performance. Everybody was going crazy. That was a That's the vibe of the village underground. I wanted people to see. That people was don't, ooh, that was people early. Don't know. That was early. You was that killing was early one. I don't sing like that no more. <laughs> that ain't me. I'm better. I'm better than that now. <laughs> I'm more better than that. <laughs> nah, talk about the vibe one more time about the underground. It was just good. You just never you never knew who you was gonna see. Yeah. Um, them chicken wings, them chicken wings. Hitting. Oh my god. And then this live music is just so good. Like when mm -hmm. the when the musicians are locked in, everybody yeah. on the same vibe, like oh yeah. And then they had they used to have like staple songs they used to kill, like yeah. Um Ryan used to do I want you the right way, and Shed will be on the organ. Yes, oh my god, or you're crazy. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The I got that joint. for, I think, um, <laughs> Kimberly Nicole, she's from, she's from Atlanta. No, she's from Seattle, but she was living in Atlanta. She moved to New York. Like mm -hmm. she, she, I want to, I want to say that she introduced the world to crazy. Okay. The way that she did it because okay. no, I didn't, I didn't hear anybody in New York sing that song like that. that like way, yeah. slow down with a, a yeah. bop. 
Yeah. And now you can everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. That's all people are singing. That I just that, heard an open mic in Atlanta Sunday. People were singing it that way. And now I just be like, I I will be okay if I never hear that song again. <laughs> Lord. But oh no, yeah, God. that was a thing. That was definitely a thing. Just friends. Yeah. Another yep. Absolutely. I got, a video, I got a video of that right in here right now. I could play it right now, but it was mm -hmm. old Tiffany. I mean, it was it's young very Tiffany. Old. Yeah, you glasses. know what I'm talking about. I had yeah. glasses on. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember um I remember when I used to go back and forth from from Boston to New York and because mm -hmm. Berkeley was heavy with jazz. Yes, absolutely. I used to I used to tear up a standard. That's all I was <laughs> the jazz standards here and there and everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I miss the village underground. There's is no there's no space like it. And I and I really I, I'm glad that I'm back on the East Coast because I can't recreate that, but no. I would love to like help to curate something that people um look forward to and something that you know gives people the same type of experience. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's just not the like the the live music scene from from what I've heard and from what I've seen, it's mm -hmm. not the same. It's gotcha. not the same. Yeah, so I understand. Um yeah, this year I'm planning on doing another show again okay. um Dope. in July. So I'm just trying to figure out how to structure it because I can't necessarily do an open mic. Mm -hmm. But I want to do something. Okay. So that's what I'm I had a meeting about that today. So we'll see what happens. So so with with all your uh traveling and touring, um for one, what was your favorite tour? Favorite tour. Um I don't know. Favorite tour. I mean, Corey took me around the world. I've been to some places I didn't even know was a place. With yeah, Corey. yeah. Um, I toured with Jesse J. That was my my very very first tour. Wow. Um, she I probably would say Jesse. Yeah, and like we still cool to this day. Like, that's dope. Have you worked with anybody you were better than, and they they got a little shady with you? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I have. I yeah. got sent home. Mm. How do you handle that? I mean, do you take it as just like you, you, know, you know what it was? Or like, on to the next one? My check better not change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's my address. Right. Here's my same bank account information. Yeah. Thank you. Were they intimidated by you or just you just? I don't know if it was intimidation or um, I, I really don't know. Okay. Um, I can't. I can't really say. People, other people can say better than me because I, okay. I, I think because it's me, I don't. I'm just chilling. I'm doing my job, so I don't, I don't see beyond that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's happened. All good. You tore with the Funk Apostles, one of the sure did one of the craziest, you know, hottest bands. They y'all tore up the the earth on I mean, those two or three summers when y'all was just man. everywhere. Um, what was it like, you know, for one doing duo back you now background singers just you and denise mm -hmm. you know how was that coping with you know and Corey was your third singer right you know, will find a way <laughs> <laughs> yeah Corey would not let nobody else we were like Corey, you could get another thing he like no i'm singing tenna 
Yeah, okay, he would boy. come. He would come in and out. And um, y'all y'all set the world on fire. So talk to me about that experience. And I know you gotta um, go, so I'm gonna let you go. Um, it was cool. It was um, I think for me, one, I've I've known Corey most of my life. Yeah. And so another I mean, genius, Tiff. Yo, yeah. you stay working with geniuses. <laughs> this is crazy. Lord, make me a genius too. Oh my goodness. I want to be a genius Snead, too. Yay. Jason White, Corey Henry. Good Lord. Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. I know. But you know what that means. You're gifted to me. I'm next. You're yeah. next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the best. <laughs> Is yet. All right. We Too Okay. Um, so yeah, so I've known Corey a long time. So seeing him become an artist mm -hmm. after like being in church and all of that stuff was always like, wow, I'm so proud of him. But mm -hmm. like having like a firsthand experience, yeah. Um, I yeah, it was it was so crazy because we were just feelings. Okay. Because his two original singers, they were going on tour. Mm -hmm. And doing other things, and he needed to find two singers, and so he called me. I was like, "Heck yeah, I'm down." I'm down. Yeah. And I told him, like, we were going through names, and I was mm -hmm. like, "No, call Denise. Like, yeah. she need to." And I mean, I've known Denise as long as I've known you. Like, yeah. but I, we never sang together. Right. We literally had one rehearsal. That's all it takes. One rehearsal, barely going through anything. Mm -hmm. And went on tour for like two years. Yeah, that's what and it, like happens. Our our blend, our mm -hmm. chemistry, like everything, like just oh, yeah, it's so good. But there were moments like when we we didn't have to sing, we'd be side stage just mm -hmm. listening to them. Like yo, right. y'all had the best job. That was amazing. No, literally, <laughs> that that was incredible. All so the places good. you went, yeah, that was. Dope experience. I was there at the Connecticut show before you came on. And no, matter of fact, nobody it was just a band. There was no background singers. And that he pulled Denise up on stage. And then shortly after that, you guys mm -hmm. came on after that. That was like 20. I just got married. So 2013. Well, I, I want to say I remember that. Because yeah. I was on FaceTime with somebody who was there. It was Toad's Place. And no, it wasn't Toad's Place. It was uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. And they were killing. And he pulled her up on stage. And then I guess it clicked and he was like, and then he called mm -hmm. y'all shortly after that, y'all were out. And it was just like a three, four year run where y'all yeah. go on every week, you know, all, all for the whole time. Yeah. Good I was stuff, between man. between him and Kanye. Wow. Yep. So you were flipping between jobs. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you never were home. No, my <laughs> was literally collecting dust. That is crazy. <laughs> This is episode nine of Musician Memoirs on the In the Pocket podcast with my friend and my sister, Mrs. Tiffany Freeman. Um, she is a songwriter, vocal producer, vocal coach. She does it all. She is a, one of the most sought after background singers, um, back professional background singers. Tiff, um, with your hectic schedule and now you being married, um, how do you balance? Um. I don't know. <laughs> I literally have to um, prioritize, really, yeah. um, and do what makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, because as much as I love what I do, and as much as you know, bills got to get paid and all of right. that stuff, mm -hmm. um, 
I hate being tired because if yeah. I'm physically drained, I am no good to anybody. <laughs> right. So I can't be good on the road or in my own house. Yeah. You know, so like I have to just pick and choose. Um, gotcha. But I will say like my husband is so supportive and um, he definitely like pushes me like, no, please go. Like mm-hmm. you need, I, he, he, his, his biggest thing for me is that he never wants me to resent him for, mm-hmm. yeah. or not being everything that I've always wanted to be because I'm married now. So now I got to be home and I got to, yeah. he's like, no, like, I want you to be all that you need to be, yeah. be all that you want to be. I'm right here. I got mm-hmm. you. Don't worry. And so that kind of makes it a lot easier too. Like I, I was just talking to my cousin the other day who told me she just got married too in, in November. And she told me she went on a girl's trip. It was her first time away from her husband. And she felt so guilty for leaving him. And I said, <laughs> What? Girl, you're going to- <laughs> I said, you don't go on that trip. Yeah. He's fine. He okay. He's okay. He is okay. Yeah. Well, see, I can't. I uh-uh. No. You run your house you how you want to run your house. But you have to have some level of balance. Like, I love when we're together, but I love my space, too. Yeah. And I respect his space. Right. So, yeah. You'll be married for a long time. Keep exactly. Good stuff. <laughs> So you started a show with him, right? The Friends First show? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Um, so basically, <laughs> we used to be put in these random situations where people just be like, uh, my boyfriend is not. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yo, how y'all get to the... Da? And I'm like, we are not by any means anybody's <laughs> relationship coach, life coach, none right. of that. We cannot right. tell you what to do. We can tell you how it worked for us. Yeah. That's all you she do. can tell you her story. I can tell you my story, but right. that's it. And so um, I think we, like, every time we had a conversation, we had to tell people, like, before anything, like, that's my friend. Yeah. Um, Like, and there's moments where I want to, like, yell and scream, <laughs> but I... Right. We do this thing where it's like, okay, I don't need my husband right now. I need free. Like, I just yeah. need free. Because I think when the guard is down, it's easier to have a convers- wow. that kind of conversation. Yeah. yeah. And and it's received different and it's mm-hmm. heard different. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's how we, we just, we're big on communication too. But, like, that's really my friend. So. That's dope. Um, like, let's do a show. Let's, like. Let's share our thoughts on what's going on in the world or whatever. Yeah. Um, we kind of slowed down because life started lifing. Life be lifing. Work. Um, trying to close on the house and mm-hmm. then planning this wedding. It was yeah. just like a lot going yeah. on. Um, and so now we're trying to figure out how to structure it. So we'll be back uh, That's dope. soon. But well, yeah. y'all, check, y'all check that out when they release it. Um, yeah. I think congrats are in order. On your deal with uh, AMG, right? Yes. So with my guy, Jonathan Anderson. Jonathan, yes. Talk to me about that. Um, I actually approached Jonathan in 2021. Mm-hmm. And we were talking and I was just like, I really want to do this, but I wasn't in the capacity to do anything. Like I just, it sounded good. <laughs> right. 
And he sent me the contract and everything. And I was just like, I don't have nothing for you to, I don't have, I have nothing to offer. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's what you need him so, for. Is he going to get it done for you? Then we, we, re, we resurfaced the conversation and um, we really planned things out. And then he was like, um, can you send me some pictures? I'm working on this announcement. I didn't know when he was going to say it. So like, I forgot what I was doing. And Charles Butler, you know Charles Butler? Yeah, of course. Charles hit my phone. Oh, so this is what we doing now? I said, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, so you so you wasn't going to tell me. We talk all the time. You wasn't going to tell me. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And then I go online. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that means new music. Absolutely. And a bunch of everything else. So are you going to you gonna go back to Trey Stella or are you going to stay Tiffany? Well, Freeman? that's the thing. Okay. I only created Trey Stella um, because, well, one, I thought it was cool to have a name outside of my own. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but then I thought about how, like, um, and it's going to sound crazy, but this is this was my point of view. I sing background for Erica Campbell. Mm -hmm. I sing background for Israel and New Breed. And, you know, Damien Sneed or who... Or, those are my primary people, right? So yeah. I just felt like if I create a separate entity, entity yeah. then I somehow protect the brand integrity of people who may not sing the same music as Yeah, me. I understand, yeah. And so... I really had to like really think about that. Like you are spending most of your time trying to create a whole different person. Mm -hmm. And the whole time they know who you are. They know what you do. Yeah. You're still singing with them. They support your music. They like, they love you. It's not they love about you. Right. And I, I had to consider my name. I can only be Tiffy. Why yeah. are you trying to be something else? What are you protecting? You're not on their team to yeah. be protecting the brand. And then it's like, are you out here stripping? Are you out here looking crazy? <laughs> You're not doing no. And I had to really consider all of the things. So I was like, okay, Trey Stella was cool, but may I just want to be myself. But okay. Jonathan Jonathan's idea for me is just that, you know, you can do both. Yeah. I don't know how he's gonna do it. Yeah. But he he's decided he's signing both trade. Another 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 Boston guy, right? And yeah, another genius. Jonathan is a good dude, man. I'm always supportive. I've known him for many years. Mm -hmm. He sent me when I first started doing photography. He mailed me a lens. He oh like, wow! Yeah, he sold into my life, and that's so literally dope. yeah, it was dope. You know, he didn't even know me that well. Um, just knowing each other from online, he was like, "I see what you're doing," and he sent me a lens. Like, I don't use this anymore. You know, take this and, and that's really dope. That was dope, and it, it left an impression on my life. And I'll support him on anything he does, man. You're on the same level, uh, same label with some heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. Your mentor, Melanie Daniels. Yes. My guy, Lawrence Flowers, the Williams mm -hmm. Singers, and mm -hmm. you know the big homie Adam Blackstone. Mm -hmm. You know, so you you guys are making some noise over there, AMG. I would love to have Jonathan come on and talk to me about what he's doing over there with you oh, guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's my boy. So um, I. I think that's it, Tiff. I think we covered everything. I think. Wait, I gotta say this before I leave. What you got? You are the reason why I have a Gmail account. Remember that? <laughs> I be telling everybody if it wasn't for 
What did I if say? If it wasn't for Chip, I would be down bad. What did I say? I don't even remember. You told this. me you told me that I need a professional email address, mm. and nobody was gonna take me serious if I didn't have a professional email. You made me sign up for. <laughs> I signed up for a Gmail account, and ever that's, since then, look, that's I'm outside. I'm outside. <laughs> I had a friend from high school. Her email, her remember back in the day in the early 2000s, everybody used to have these wild tags, right? And, so her that's with me <laughs> five six seven eight. Hers at, like at Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to kill her all the time, and so that was just always something that I. I thought about, you know, when people see that, you know, they don't right. want to judge you. I mm -hmm. Before they even, like you said, before they even hear you, right. they see your email. So, you know, that was something that I pride myself on. Mm -hmm. So I, I still have the stupid Chips Ahoy email address from Yahoo from back in the day. Ooh. But but I have my real official Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Vineyard and Chip Flicks and in the pocket and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's good to brand, brand across the board. Well, yeah, thanks to you. I'm a professional now. And look at all these professional people emailing okay. your professional email they address. Be, they be hitting me up. I'm going to put a resume <laughs> consultant on my, uh, <laughs> on my exactly <laughs> on my resume. Tiff, thank you so much for coming through. Thank um, my you. last this question, is is, yeah, yeah. My last question to you is like, how do you want to be remembered? Like as far as your legacy. Who I want to be remembered for doing what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I want to be remembered for being in any room and still being myself and still being a light and making people laugh. And it's, this it's kind of a scary question. Okay. I'm not trying to scare you. No, no, you no, no. Many more years to live. We no, know no, that. no, no, no. But it's just like, dang, like when you really think about it, it's like, I want to, I want to die empty. Like I, I hope that I, that I do everything that I'm supposed to do that mm -hmm. I, if I always tell people, if I don't inspire you, I'm not doing my job. Like right. I, yeah. I, I really want to inspire people to go after everything, live mm -hmm. their dreams. Yeah. Um, do it afraid, do it unsure. Yeah. Fall, get up again, try again, yeah. like go through the journey, like the journey it's a lot, but it's it's beautiful because you, yeah. you you learn so much about people. You learn so much about you, um, and laugh. Always laugh. Learn to yeah. laugh. Have fun. Don't take yourself so serious. I learned that from Faith. Like, yeah, Faith be like, <laughs> right? Okay, I. It is what it is. Like right. I can't. You can't be mad at stuff you can't change. Um, True. So yeah, that's how I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered for being a good time and Dope. a ball of fun yeah well that's it that's a wrap episode nine of musician memoirs on the in the pocket podcast with my sister tiffany freeman she is an amazing person an amazing talent um you can support her music online tiff where can we find you on social media um you can follow me on instagram i can only be t-i-f-f-y I mean, there were so many things that we didn't talk about. You had a Vibe interview. I didn't even touch on that. Oh, I forgot about that. An interview on Vibe magazine. That was dope. From a girl that we went to the same high school. Wow. And she just remembered that I did music and reached out. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. That's that goodness and mercy following you everywhere, right? It's the one thing about that goodness and mercy. Is you got to treat people right. You got to treat no, people right, too. That's, that's, I think that's kind of the core of it. Mm -hmm. 
It's just like just be good to people. Yeah. Cause you always gonna need somebody. Yeah. And you you never wanna turn around and be like, dang, I can't mm -hmm. go to this person for whatever, whatever. Or something comes up and yeah. now they consider somebody else, but you're more qualified. But yeah. because of how nasty you are, mm -hmm. I'm they're good. They're not calling yeah. you. So yeah. yeah. That goes back to that character, right? How you treat mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, you are a, a woman of elegance and of high character, and you're respected in this industry, in this game. You are my sister. Love you much. We've I love done, you too. We've done sessions. We've traveled. We've been homies. You know, we our circle is the same. And I, mm -hmm. I, I thank you. I needed some feminine energy on here. I've been having so many guys <laughs> on here, and I wanted to have a female's perspective on the game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you've had a long career. I mean, you're mm -hmm. going on 20 years now. We getting old, Tip, and I'm older who, than you, but. Who is we? Oh, okay, you stay young then, that's right. Stay I'm forever 21, like the oh, store. <laughs> like the store. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you, Tip, for being a, a part of the show and supporting. Thank um, you the purpose for having of, me. Yeah, 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 the purpose of this show is just to give back to the next generation, to educate the people that want to try to get where you are, to help them mm -hmm. steer them in the right way. You know, when we were coming up, we didn't have that many mentors. Right. You know, a lot of people we knew didn't reach back to help out right and, and educate so we're just trying mm -hmm. to give that content to people so they can learn the game and not make mm -hmm. the same mistakes that we made right coming up you know what i'm right. saying so thank you that's it that's a wrap my sister tiffany freeman i'm in the pocket podcast and tiff i'll talk to you later next time you know hey hit me and sherry up so we can come yes, have dinner. yeah you come to the house i want to meet your husband like we can hang out go out whatever you want to do I love right. food too. Food is my favorite. I'll feed you. This one's on. <laughs> <All right. laughs> love you, sis. Thank you love so you much. Love you too. Talk to you later. Right. Wow, what an amazing story. Thank you, Tip, for coming through and blessing the pod. That was episode nine of Musician Memoirs. I'm super hyped that you guys took time out to rock with us tonight and support us. Your support means everything. Please continue to like, share, and repost. Let everybody know that In The Pocket Podcast is growing and we're putting out premium content for you to learn, for you to find your rhythm and find your niche. Continue to stay in the pocket, continue to support us, and I'll see you soon. God bless.